0: Just One More with Joanna and Daphne, a fitness and nutrition podcast for normal people who want to be more awesome. If you have trouble deciding between Just One More Cupcake and Just One More Kettlebell Swing, this is the
1: podcast for you. I'm Joanna Shaw-Flam. I'm an actor, a comedian, and a normal person. And I am Daphne Yang. I'm a certified personal trainer, nutrition counselor, and the creator of Hit It, New York's ultimate high-intensity interval training workout.
0: And before we get started, remember to talk to your doctor before beginning any workout or nutrition plan which I bet a bunch of you are doing right now and didn't talk to your doctor, so just saying. <laughs> uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. Um, spoiler alert, we're recording this before the New Year, so we can't actually ask how New Year's was, but I'm sure it was amazing. Yeah, I'm sure it was, it was incredible, ever. too.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it was awesome and everything <laughs> right. you wanted it to be. <laughs>
0: exactly. But now it's the beginning of the year uh, and everyone's making resolutions resolution season. It's resolution season. Now, we talked some last New Years about our uh I wouldn't say problems with resolutions, but where resolutions often become problematic. So definitely listen back to that episode. Um but today, we are we're taking a different tactic, which is um a lot of you have already made resolutions. And we are going to take your resolution and trash it. (laughs) Not really. But what we're going to say is um, instead of that thing that you're doing, here is a better one so you can sustain it and feel like a rock star instead of feeling like a garbage failure by the end of January, which I know is how a lot of resolutions turn out for people. So that's the goal today. We're going to say do this, not that thing you found on Pinterest, but you think is going to totally change your life.
1: Mm -hmm. Which,
0: I say that as if I have never done the same thing. I absolutely have done the same thing. Yeah,
1: same here. It's very
0: compelling Mm -hmm. to be like, oh, if I just do this thing for 30 days, I'll be... A better person, yeah,
1: and this thing on Pinterest that links to this blog I found, and it's right. so pretty and well put together. Exactly. It, it's the answer to all my questions, right? And
0: it's very specific and has a lot of rules, so mm-hmm. it must be
1: good, yeah. Meanwhile, that person might not have any <laughs> certification, right, or authority whatsoever to be even planning your resolution out for you, right? <laughs> but
0: so we're gonna talk about it, um, and there's going to be a lot of discussion, I bet. So you should follow us on Instagram and Twitter so you can tell us what you think about the stuff that we said. Let us know if you switch your resolution because of listening to this episode. <laughs> um, and let us know how it's going because uh, we want to hear from you. So you can follow us on both Instagram and Twitter. We're at JustOneMorePod. Um, and we'll be um, posting about our stuff too. Um, so when we're talking about like what our goal should be in making a resolution i think often people have goals that are like um either very specific like i want to lose 13.5 pounds or they have goals that are really broad they're like i want to change my life and make it way better in every way (laughs) and both of those are probably not so great Mm -hmm. um Can you talk about
1: why? Yeah. So, well, here's an example of a resolution, kind of not mishap, but just why they're not necessarily like the best thing. Do you remember what yours was last year when you and I talked about? (laughs) No. Yeah, and I can't remember for the life of me. Like, we would actually have to listen back to that episode yeah. to talk about like what.
0: I think yours was what that changes. like
1: just did I want to read more? Was that? Yeah, I think yours was, was that, that you was wanted that? to
0: do more like. Did um, I want to like
1: volunteer cultural more?
0: things that weren't oh, in your? Oh my god! Subject area. Yeah, I
1: wanted to take more art classes. <laughs> <laughs> well, here we are. <laughs>
0: How many art classes did you take,
1: Daphne? Um, I took one BYOB that's, art class. That's good. Yeah, I painted a hot pink Empire State Building. That's and fun. And was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds amazing. Yeah, it was a girls' day activity. That's fun. Yeah. So about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny for me. Health and wellness things are easier than it is. Uh, sure. Those things. Yeah. What do you? So do you? I don't. Remember I have no mine. idea what
0: mine was. I, I probably have... refused to make one because.
1: I like we, we talked about, like, something – I don't even remember. We'll have to listen back. But, like, how – well, so I think that's just a testament to why resolutions um, <laughs> are not necessarily, you know, that either effective or important. And why just making <laughs> – if you do want to get healthier, mm-hmm. some ways that we can help you do that so you can stick to it um, – and not do what I did and just, you know, didn't take a single art class besides uh, the hot pink and bar state building, which turned out so bad because I was drunk. So it's in the closet. So,
0: yeah. Well, yeah. So, but what I do want to say is that it's not bad to use the new year as, like, a a reason to, like, make a change. Right. I think
1: that's positive. Mm -hmm. And I do get the sense that a lot of people have had a really – interesting 2016 and from you like just use interesting the way
0: Minnesotans use it which is to mean bad yeah but we say interesting instead because we're
1: passive-aggressive <laughs> I totally didn't and I'm better about that I used yeah. to I feel like in, when I was younger I just didn't know how to be direct <laughs> mm-hmm. but um yeah a lot of people talk about having had a really negative 2016 I had a great 2016 <laughs> yeah and um you know it was. no the one best... likes a braggart yeah <laughs> I know right it was the best year of my life and you know yeah, I remember yesterday I was at um I was at our our old studio that you and I mm-hmm. studied theater at and um I just remember one of the just one of the head people there just was like Ugh! I need this year to be over. And and I was like, oh, (laughs) just humoring her. And then she goes, "How was your honeymoon?" (laughs) It was, and I just in one sentence, yeah, it was the trip of a lifetime. And um, and she was like, oh wow, that's really refreshing to hear. So totally, I think it is so healthy to use this new year to use any new year to really use anything as a chance to give yourself um a mental physical and emotional reset because the entire continent is doing it so you by all means are allowed to do it too totally
0: yeah and i think just like when we talked about um you know how to deal with wedding stuff we said like don't Feel like you have to do something specific because you're getting everything. married or yeah. because it's New Year and there's like all this stuff out there about like shredding for the wedding or like, you know, New Year's diets. Instead, if you do feel like it's an opportunity for a reset, use it at like have your goal be kickstarting a sustainable change mm-hmm. instead yeah. of dramatically changing everything about your life so you can become some vision of some person that you have in your mind mm-hmm. or like a really specific thing that's like really hard to do and is likely to end up in failure because it's not, even if you do it for 30 days, then you can't do it on day 31. So we're going to talk about kickstarting sustainable changes. Mm -hmm. So what I'm going to do is I am going to um, give you some examples of things that I would bet at least one of our listeners is thinking about doing for their New Year's resolution or is already in the process of doing. Great. And we're going to talk about why it's maybe not so sustainable, and what you would suggest doing instead. So the first one we're, I'm going to start with is one that we've talked about on the show before, which is Whole30. Mm-hmm. So Whole30 is a diet.
1: It doesn't it want is. you to
0: think it is, but it yeah, is.
1: It is. It's a 30-day diet. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: And it involves
1: things like uh, no bread, I think no dairy. Yeah, no sugar, no grains, no gluten, no... Uh, no, anything, no joy, just kidding, (laughs) just kidding, but it's it's very appealing
0: because it's like, oh, like you're, um, it's not that you're, uh, you know, keeping things out, it's that you're like filling your body with all these nutrients and you're like breaking your addiction to sugar and and resetting
1: your system, right? Meanwhile, they say no beans, which is crazy, (laughs) this is crazy, like,
0: um. Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I get,
0: but I do get why it's appealing because it's a diet that doesn't feel like it's a diet. It feels like uh,
1: uh, the beginning of a new way of eating. Right. Yeah. And that's how they pitch it, too. And they are completely endorsed by the New York Times. <gasps> and uh, so that's another thing that kind of like makes it seem more appealing and right. valid. Mm-hmm. And that and all over the website. It talks about how doing this will not only help you lose weight, but it will also help your skin. It goes so far as saying fertility, um, seasonal allergies, digestive ailments. Okay, yes, of course, when we treat our bodies better and when we eat the appropriate foods, yes, we do help all those things. Um, However, this book claiming that the only way to get those things like fertility (laughs) is by doing the whole 30 is I think that's taking it a little far because they are talking about medical things now. Right. Even though, and yes, the whole 30 term and brand is completely like trademarked and copy, copy written, written, righted, copyrighted. That's one of those weird words. (laughs) Uh, I, I do think that, you know, just to be on the safe side, you, you can't just think that you'll, you know, heal your skin and fertility issues just by reading one book. Uh, you know, it, it does take a lot of other things, too, to mm-hmm. just make yourself an overall healthy person, and, and also, eliminating yeah. beans is not the way to do it.
0: <laughs> right. Like, I maybe can go 30 days without eating grains. Mm-hmm. I can tell you what I'm eating on day 31. It's yeah. like a giant pile of grains and sugar Yeah, um, yeah. because grains aren't bad for you. Yeah, they're not. Um, and when we talked about this in a previous episode, basically where we came down was like anything that is this restrictive, you're not going to be able to do forever mm-hmm. and you don't really need to do in the first place. Mm. Uh, it's a diet. Don't do a diet. Mm-hmm. Hashtag no diets 2017. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so instead, if I'm someone to whom Whole30 appeals, but now I'm listening to, to us trash it, and I'm like, oh <laughs> man, no, I can't do my thing because it feels stupid now because they ruined it. Um, what is something that we could do instead set as like a different resolution that is more in line with kickstarting a sustainable mm-hmm.
1: change? Because doing a 30-day diet and overhauling everything in one go is really hard
0: it also just like ruins all social experience mm-hmm. like they talk about it and they're like oh no you can totally go out you just order like a side of sweet potatoes in yeah. a kale hat and yeah it's like, and they That's... say
1: like no one at this birthday party is forcing you to eat cake or like have a drink and it's like, like yeah but they're also like... not
0: forcing you to like be a bummer
1: right right you're choosing that. <laughs> because i i actually think it you know i don't think it's necessarily healthy on an emotional level to be the one person at a, a social function who shows up and who has to broadcast to everyone that they can't eat this and they can't do that. You know, like, then we're getting into, like, really psychological territory. We're in it's disordered like, eating territory. Yeah, like, we're getting into a little bit of disordered eating territory, and um, that is not balance. And at Just One More podcasts, we really It's all about focus balance. On balance. Like, everything is all about balance. So, instead of doing the whole <laughs> the whole 30, the whole whole 30... <laughs> Um, pick one dietary change, just one. And that could be to get a vegetable in at dinner every night. I I have a hard time getting vegetables in all the Mm -hmm. time. You know, if I'm not making a smoothie every day, like I, I struggle with it. So like trying to get at least like having something vegetable based at lunch or dinner or lunch and dinner. So say you're already having a fine time getting vegetables in at dinner and you want to, do it for lunch too. Or all three meals. Who knows? That That's totally up to you. Drinking more water. Eating one piece of fruit a day. Um, swapping out the sandwich uh, for your lunch. Swapping that out with some type of bowl mm-hmm. instead. So you're not getting a refined carbohydrate. Pick one thing.
0: And start where you are. Yeah, like, start where
1: you are. If you're Very a
0: person important. who is not eating vegetables regularly, don't start with... I'm
1: gonna have a vegetable at every meal
0: because that's gonna be overwhelming.
1: Yes, you're gonna be eating a lot of freaking frittatas. (laughs) Right,
0: exactly. Which is fine, but it doesn't. It will feel like someone else's life, and Mm -hmm. that's the thing with sustainable change is like when you make changes more slowly and specifically, it feels like a change to your own life instead of you borrowing someone else's life for a while. Yeah, and that means you're a lot more likely to keep doing it. So start where you are. Like, pick if it's the vegetable thing. You know, pick. Look at where you are now, realistically,
1: and bump it up one level. Mm-hmm. Bump, uh, drink water. Drink mm-hmm. more water. Yeah, that's another one. Uh, maybe your resolution can be to put lemons and lime in your water mm-hmm. <laughs> that you drink. So just think about adding something in, and really just start with one thing because then you'll be able to stick to it.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think a, one reason stuff like this appeals to people in January is a lot of people feel like they like quote unquote overdo it at the holidays mm-hmm. and they feel like they need a quote unquote detox. Mm-hmm. Um once and for all Daphne, do we need to detox?
1: <laughs> just don't do it. Just say no. <laughs> just say no. Juice cleanses are bad. And I don't use the B word very often, but juice cleanses are just bad. Yeah. Yeah, you, know, you just you don't you don't want to do it. Now there's more research than not um there's more research supporting why we shouldn't be doing them than there is now why we should be doing them. So, and generally it's the, the companies that are creating these, you know, juice cleanses. Of course, they're the ones who are creating all this supposed research about why they are, why they are good. And, um, and really just say no, just say no, just say no. I did one and all my hair fell out. So, (laughs) (laughs) so that's, that's what I'm just going to, Leave that image right, for
0: you guys. Bald Daphne Just says, like, "Don't do it." Pulling out cleanse. clumps
1: of my hair in the uh, shower because I went on a juice cleanse. Awful. So I know, terrible. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Instead, small, one specific change. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Drink more water. Get, a, get more vegetables whatever it is don't go on a cleanse don't go on a cleanse yeah. you don't, don't need a don't cleanse. do what 23 year old Daphne did <laughs> that's right learn from her mistake yeah and so many of our mistakes in the past like that's the other thing is like all of this is said with love because we have been there totally oh my gosh yeah um, alright so my next one is it's January 1st I'm Ooh. gonna start working out every day
1: first of all if you work out every day you're gonna hurt yourself <laughs> Don't work out every day. That's no bueno. Um, Just like what you just said, Joanna, start where you are. How much are you working out currently? Maybe over Christmas, it might be zero. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's three times a week. Maybe you've been doing one time a week. Maybe you've done like once a work, uh, once every couple of ten days. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So start where you are and then set a goal that's actually um, reasonable but manageable. Mm -hmm. So if you actually do have a very busy schedule, and and many of us do here, Um, all humans do, everyone's busy, we get it, everyone's busy, (laughs) Um, start where you are, and working out every day, first of all, is going to break down your muscles, and we don't want that, and you need to train smarter, and not necessarily longer, even if you did start working out every single day, you would get bored of it, You would wear yourself down, you would get tired, and that oomph and that kind of motivation you have it's going to go very quickly, especially if you're working out seven days, because you will have just burnt yourself out. So start with what works the best for you. That's going to be different for every single person. In my personal opinion, I do feel like people should be working out about three or four times a week, but not all of my clients or friends and family do that, and that's Okay. That's totally fine. Um, working out every day is not going to stick. I'm just going to tell you all right, that like, right now.
0: Looking at like the month of January is one thing. Looking at the rest of your life is another. And exactly. like, are you realistically going to work out every day for the rest of your life? Like, mm-hmm. no. So how much better is it to say, to like build a sustainable habit mm-hmm. and go from working out once maybe every 10 days to working out three times a week? hmm than it is to work out every day in January and then skip four weeks mm-hmm. because you burned out yourself mentally. Yeah. Um, but that being said, once you do set a goal, there are ways um, to help yourself keep it. Keep it. Yeah. Um, and we talked about this um, early on in an episode about routine, and we also have one about pl- like building workouts and planning workouts. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of the things that I remember you said include like put it on your calendar, like make an mm-hmm. appointment with yourself. Um, I do that every week. Like you and I, when we have our sessions, we like talk about my week Mm -hmm. and, you know, set a goal for like how many times I'm going to work out. And then I put it in my calendar, um, like I would if I had a dentist appointment Mm -hmm. and then I do what I can to keep it. If I can't keep one, you know, I let it go. Um, I try not to feel guilty about it, but I do give it enough value to put it in my calendar so that I don't. Um, Do that thing we so often do, which is place other people's needs above our own. Mm -hmm. Um, Putting it in your calendar and giving it weight helps you stick to your goal,
1: if your goal was reasonable. Mm -hmm. And then also mindset. Looking at the workout as an opportunity to take care of yourself versus a dreaded thing you have to do.
0: Mm -hmm. Totally. Mm
1: -hmm. Awesome. Uh, Here's another one. Dry January.
0: So this has become very popular. Yeah. Um, And... Uh, so the deal with dry January is people just like, don't drink for the month of January. And I think that again is often a response to like a December full of like holiday parties and new years and hangovers and whatever that is in your life. Um,
1: what would you say about dry January? Quite a few things. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is, um, this is a good one. I, I, it's been happening. uh, There's a trend now Mm -hmm. where for people to go one month. Dry. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard of people's, um, uh, their significant others, like m- one of my friends, her husband, and a group of his friends, because they had just done a whole bunch of like, it's been like wedding after wedding after wedding after wedding. So they did dry November. Mm-hmm. But then she said December 1st was a complete <laughs> S show, <laughs> as you say, <laughs> for them. Mm-hmm. And then, um, then December is just like a complete free-for-all because you had dry November. So there is, um, I guess, kind of a balance, if you will, but maybe not necessarily the balance that I, I generally am supportive of. So if you feel the need and the desire um, to have a dry January because you are feeling guilt, um, you're feeling like in December you lost control and this is your way of getting your control back, I'd rather you examine those issues versus just eliminating alcohol for the month of January. Because guess what? Going 30 days without alcohol doesn't mean you're not an alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. Like if you if you are truly having, if you truly, truly feel like you overdid it and if you, um, you need to examine that. Like that's what you need to examine. <laughs> Totally, because a dry, a a 30 days of dry is not going to necessarily fix, um, whatever might be going on mentally and emotionally. Uh, however, you know, if, if you do want to go 30 days of no alcohol, that is of course giving your system uh, a positive change. And that is really, um, kind of a detox in a positive sense and that we are,
0: and that alcohol putting,
1: actually is toxic yeah, on, like, and that alcohol, Yeah, alcohol is actually a toxin, and that is giving your in- internal organs, your skin, everything, a chance to take a break from it. So, yeah, it's great in that sense. So, sure, you know, go ahead, but then you have to make sure February and March and April you don't just go back to what you did in December Mm -hmm. because then you are yes undoing everything and then your dry January don't just use dry January as um as just like a a one-time fix examine what is making you feel like uh, or examine what's making you feel incredibly compelled to do the dry January once again, we're getting very psychological here. <laughs> you know, I get pretty deep into... Especially with alcohol, too. Yeah. So um, so just like you said, yeah, take a look at your, your habits and go from there.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I think there would be ways to do it like with... We were saying, how about instead of Whole30, aim for like a vegetable at dinner. You I think can... there would be a way to do it with drinking, too, and say like, you know, I'm really bummed about like having a hangover every Sunday morning because I feel like I... Uh, you know, lose part of my weekend. Mm -hmm. If that's something you feel, instead of saying, then I'm not going to drink for 30 days, say like, I'm I'm going to try either not drinking Saturday night or I'm going to like limit myself. I'm going to drink less Mm -hmm. and see how that feels. I'm going to like find, gradually find a way where I can like find a balance that works for me. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Or like if you're a football person and it's like, like every Sunday I'm going to like my buddy's house to watch football and I'm like drinking a ton of beer and And I feel, and then Monday I feel bad. Um, You know, like, can you make an adjustment to that specific situation in your life that isn't working for you?
1: Yeah. Um, During the holiday season, we have a lot of holiday parties that happen on weeknights too. Mm -hmm. So in January, instead of you can say maybe Monday through Thursday, just just no more alcohol Monday through Thursday. So even if I'm meeting up with a friend for dinner or going out to dinner or meeting someone for drinks, I'm just going to have um, seltzer just in January. Mm -hmm. But then Thursday and Friday, or um, Friday and Saturday, can be normal-ish, or just saying no alcohol Monday through Thursday, maybe no alcohol Monday through Friday. You know, there are so many different ways that you can make your January a little bit healthier from an alcohol perspective without going completely, completely, completely dry. Mm -hmm. So once again, just like everything else, take a look at where you are, take a look at what's realistic, and take a look at what would work the best for you. Mm
0: -hmm. All right, next one. Um, I'm cutting out junk food. I'm cutting out sugar. (laughs)
1: I know when I can just picture who, like, when you do your, your character. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can picture that person. Yeah. Except, like, how many of us
1: have been compelled by stuff on the internet that's like, if you give up sugar, everything in your life gets better? I know. Social media, too. As, like, as great as social media is just in life for staying connected to people and having fun and. Um, it's also a great whatever, way to like, stay connected also, to their weird food stuff. It's also a great way to feel like everyone else is doing something and you should be doing it. Like, oh, every girl out there is doing this, oh my gosh, I have to do this too. And no, not every girl out there is completely eliminating sugar you know, from her um, entire diet. So you shouldn't feel guilty if you do have something. So for the person who is saying no to junk food and no to sugar. What I always suggest, just from an overall standpoint, is just working on reduction of processed foods in general. So snack time, instead of going to the office pantry and getting um, pop tart, Cheez-Its, Pop-Tarts, <laughs> yeah. Um, grab maybe a banana and some peanut butter instead. Calorie for calorie, honestly, the banana and peanut butter, like... I it might even this. be more. It might be more, mm-hmm. and you just have to accept that fact. <laughs> you just have to accept the fact that it's it's a little bit better for you. I always use the the um, referencing for, for this whole like calorie for calorie thing. I always think about going to like salad places, and you see the calorie count for the dressings, and it'll be like this dressing has fifteen, this has ten, this has twenty. Extra virgin olive oil has one hundred and twenty, and so everyone's like, oh my gosh, you know, no extra virgin olive oil. Give me that random, you know, sriracha, blah, 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 dressing. full of chemicals. Okay. It might have a lot of sugar in it. Who knows what's in it? Because, you know, at these places, we don't necessarily know the ingredients. A lot of them are much better now. I feel like the healthy food chains are really... But anyways, this just circles back to sometimes you just have to ignore the calorie count. Sometimes you just have to opt for a banana and peanut butter over a bag of... Cheetos, or Pop-Tarts, or um, Ritz crackers. So I would say just focus on, just say you've been having a bag of Cheez-Its every day at 4 p.m., uh, maybe have an apple and peanut butter instead.
0: Um, and just in case we've forgotten, why are we avoiding the processed foods, even if they're lower in calorie, or so presented as health we foods? We're avoiding
1: the processed foods, because many times processed foods, and it is hard to avoid them completely, um, in terms of what I've eaten today, out of a package, I've already had some crackers out of a package. What I, I know, Daphne, <laughs> I, um, you know, I will eat Cliff Bars and I will eat Lara Bars. I kind of use them as my emergency foods. Um, Really, I think using Oreos and Pop-Tarts, that's like a prime example. Or Cheetos, things that are like colors that don't occur in nature. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so um, we avoid processed foods because they oftentimes do not offer any nutritional density whatsoever. So we always want to think about bringing things in, right? So chances are if you bring in an apple with nut butter or a yogurt with something, it's going to replace – you you're not even going to miss the cheez Um not to knock on Cheez-Its. I mean, it happens. <laughs> I totally mean, fine. I love Cheez-Its. <laughs> yeah, I <But>. do So <laughs> on, on my JetBlue flight recently, mm-hmm. I really That's where I, have them I loved, yeah, it's always airplane, airplane snacks. Yeah, um, But also a lot of times processed foods, if you take a look at the ingredient list, you're going to see a lot of words that you don't recognize, like, you know, red dye 40, I feel like <laughs> is what everyone talks about, and mm-hmm. niacin, and and this and that, and... A lot of times we don't necessarily want that in our body or we don't want that in our body too frequently. Mm-hmm. So that's why we avoid processed foods because a lot of times those things are actually regarded as toxic in our system.
0: Right, which puts stress on our system as we're trying to digest them and mm-hmm. can increase things like inflammation and things mm-hmm. like that. So even though there it might be like a higher calorie count on your apple and peanut butter snack than on your Cheez-It snack, um, your body knows what to do with what's in an apple and peanut butter. Exactly. And it doesn't necessarily know what to do with a thing of Cheetos. Mm-hmm. And so, and all of this is not to say that Cheetos are the devil or that, mm-hmm. you know, processed food is the devil and that if you ever eat it, you're bad. Um, no food is bad. Mm-mm. We talk about it all the time, but if you are looking for a way to make a change, um, trying to
1: replace processed food in your life with less processed food is a good way to do that. Definitely. I love what you said. Your, your body knows what to do with, it knows what to do with nuts and, and apples. Mm-hmm. Doesn't know what to do with red dye for you. <laughs> Right.
0: Um, and uh, so when I, I found a lot of these, um, resolution ideas on Pinterest, which is a great place to discover other people's eating disorders. Um, and, uh, you know, one of the things I saw, it was like, no junk food for a month. And then it listed all of the things that it included in that category. Mm-hmm. And the things were so different. So, like, some of the things were like, no, um, you know, no processed food. Fine. Mm-hmm. But then it would also say, no chocolate. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, dark chocolate is not the same as processed food. Right. It's, it's, actually, it's not even in the same
1: category. Yeah. It's actually like potentially good for you. Yeah. Small like amounts. It has like some of the most, the, the highest health benefits of, it's like a superfood.
0: Right. And like we, and it also included like um, pastries and stuff in that list. And like, as we've discussed before, like a pastry is not necessarily the same as another pastry. Mm-hmm. So a muffin you make at home Versus the, like, wrapped shelf-stable muffin that you buy at a bodega. Those are not the same food. Mm -hmm. Um, And don't feel like you never get to have muffins again. Um, Because, like, the muffin you made yourself out of, like, real things is fine. Like, your Mm -hmm. body knows how to eat that.
1: Yeah, and knows what to do with it. You don't have to live a muffinless life. Mm -hmm. Because you're not putting preservatives into your muffins that you bake at home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, these things, they... Uh, the 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 Pinterest health world tries to be very black and white because that's what is, that, that's appealing. Totally. It's, it's, I like, mean, it's like it gives us an answer rules. right away. <laughs> we love rules. And we can know when we're doing it right if there are rules. Mm-hmm. That and everything on Pinterest can only fit into one image. <laughs> In a little box. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it has to spell it out for you. Totally. Right then and there.
0: <laughs> awesome. So
1: don't worry too much about Eliminating all sugar also—that's impossible. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, there's sugar in bananas. There's sugar in apples. There's sugar in sweet potatoes, and that's a okay. It's okay. We we have to eat what Mother Earth. (laughs) That's right. And as you've said before,
0: like our brains run on carbohydrates. Like we need carbs for our brains. Yeah. Alrighty. So my next one is P ninety X, and this is sort of to pick on P ninety X specifically because it's a brand of like exercise video that a lot of people have heard of, mm-hmm. and it's also appealing because it's like in a certain amount of time, if you just do this thing, you'll have these amazing results. Because mm-hmm. that's what sells. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. So, it's New Year's Day, <laughs> I'm ordering my P90X, it costs like $120, what should I do instead? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so or, I... or would you recommend doing something instead? How do yeah, you feel about yeah. it? And... So... Uh, it's it's a program mm-hmm. it's and programs are appealing just like whole 30 because they actually have an end date in which technically or, or by which point i'll be totally metaphorically different. yeah if you do everything that this person or this book tells you to by the end of 90 days or by the end of 30 days <laughs> you will have um become beautiful and and perfect, just like all the people happy. in the, the infomercial who are just so happy and sweating and they're not grunting at all. And, <laughs> and, you know, so it's, 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 this infomercial world is, is fascinating. So in terms of the actual program of P90X, it's, it's a, it's a good, in terms of the actual exercises, let's talk mm-hmm. about the exercises first. The exercises are actually very good exercises. There's squats and there's pushups and there's ab work. There's jumping things, things that make you sweat, lots of body weight exercises, some things that require a little bit of equipment if you get dumbbells. So from like a program standpoint, it's totally fine. You know, it's it's not like the exercises are totally bogus. Mm-hmm. No, the exercises are exercises. It was just packaged in a pretty box that is being sold for $120. And um, it's Tony Horton, I think. I'm not even sure. I know. it's It's funny. It's like me being in the fitness industry. People will ask me about... Um, oh, I saw this on TV or this. And it's so funny because in the fitness industry here, that is actually completely different. Like mm-hmm. the infomercial world is the infomercial world. And um, not that we like make fun of, we make fun of it a little bit, but like, <laughs> <laughs> like um, you know, we um, we do <laughs> knock on it a little bit, but really from a business perspective, it's genius on their end. Is it a little they only bit have of to like teach a, class once. <laughs> exactly? Is it a little bit of a um, you know sh- schmaltzy, like e- shtick? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit. Um, infomercials are always kind of silly. So P ninety X, I think that if you need workout videos, you can find them online for free. Yes. <laughs> if you need workout videos, there are so many awesome YouTube channels. Websites, um, and we've listed a whole bunch before yeah, well, and my they favorite provide um, some content. Fitness, Fitness Blender. Blender. I use it all my the time. They have hundreds. So good. I love Fitness Blender. Um, there are other ones that I use pop sugar. Um, if you go onto like the YouTube channels of the magazines, like live strong, you can find awesome, awesome online content and all the exercises are, are great. You know, it's pretty normal. Like you can't go too wrong by the time these people, the people who create these workouts that involve like squats and lunges. I mean, you can't really go too wrong with Mm -hmm. these workouts. So here's what I recommend. I recommend instead of spending $120 on P90X, I recommend finding your favorite, finding some awesome online content. Take... 30 minutes and just play online and just find YouTube channels and find people who you like watching on the internet and, and star some of those videos and you can do those workouts at home. Yeah, you might not be getting, you know, sweaty Tony Horton. I don't even know if it's Tony Horton. I don't even know. <laughs> In my mind, I keep thinking Tim Tony... Horton, which is the donut oh, see,
0: company from Canada. Yeah,
1: and then maybe I'm thinking Tony Robbins, too, and Tim Horton. <laughs> so I'm, like, just mixing up In donuts. In my mind, and... P90X is now run by a giant donut. so <laughs> Who looks like Tony Robbins. Right. So I think that you can take that $120 and... Um, Great suggestion, Joanna. <laughs> I like wrote Daphne a note, which is yeah. going to sound like she's promoting
0: her own thing. I know, so it's... I'll <laughs> say it so it doesn't sound like you're saying it. Um, but what I was saying is like you can get all that content for free online, and then if you have some money that you want to spend on fitness stuff, take six twenty dollars classes where yeah. an actual human sees your actual body and can give you hands on attention. Yeah, um, and like where maybe you can use that money to like. Try out some new stuff and see what you really like, which then you can go back to in the yeah, future if you want to. Definitely, that's that's a great suggestion. <laughs> Thanks, if one Jenna of them happened Hannah. to be Daphne's class, I'm sure
1: she wouldn't be upset, but she didn't know that I suggested that. That was all me. Thanks for promoting. Hit it. I appreciate it. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> yeah, I you know I think um, classes are great. They can be great. Classes can be good great. Classes let me, are let great. me say that. Yeah, good classes are great. <laughs> Um, You know, what do I spend my money on? I I do Bikram yoga classes Mm -hmm. and that like brings me great joy. And for some people, Hit It brings them great joy. For some people, they like to take other studios and they go to SoulCycle and that brings them great joy. Um, Go ahead and treat yourself. Take that $120 and you can, depending on the class, you can get between five to six, maybe even seven mm-hmm. for $120 or just go directly to the manager and have them work something out for you. Yeah. <laughs> Oftentimes they will. And, um, you can get, you can get the experience from it. So versus spending the money on DVDs and that workout videos you that, you yeah, that can't talk back to you, go for the experience of the actual fitness class. And a lot of times now these classes are or they're turned into experiences? I mean, Soul Cycle is, I guess, an example of the the experience. You're paying your thirty four dollars for the lights and the music and the energy and the cool painting on the walls and the motivational words that are painted on the walls and um, you know that that's what you're paying for. So go ahead and treat yourself to that experience because yes, it does keep you motivated. And having a little bit of a fitness community is more likely is going to make you more likely to stick to some type of consistency. Yeah, so even if it's just one class a week, one class every two weeks, having that experience, notice I'm using the word experience mm-hmm. a lot because it's so much more than just a workout. So that's where um, that's where your money goes. Awesome.
0: Um, well, anything else you want to say about uh, resolutions and goals
1: and things like that? I think, you know, for, for 2017, I I think it's all about sustainable changes. Mm-hmm. It's all about sustainable changes. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna use my painting example. It <laughs> was not sustainable. And it right. just didn't even happen to the point where I forgot about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well part of so, that too is getting specific,
0: I think. Like yeah. I think your goal is a totally was a totally reasonable goal. Yeah. And I mean you were very did, busy this year. This is true. This is true. Because you got married and grew your business and I, all those I, things. I, I did have a
1: wedding to plan. I'm uh, just gonna put everything on that. Right. Yeah. I had a wedding to plan, therefore I had to let everything fall by the wayside. <laughs>
0: But I think, you know, if you, if you are making a not fitness based goal, something like I want to have more cultural experiences that are different than what I do for work. Um, when you make that goal, pick something specific right away and Mm -hmm. schedule it. Just like we Mm -hmm. were saying for scheduling, um, workouts, like pick a specific thing you're going to do and put it on the calendar so that you can set up that success for yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, if it's, I'm going to, you know, start learning a new language. Great. How are you going to do that? Um are you going to go to a class? If so, like book a class. Mm-hmm. Are you going to um use a computer program? Great. Like make a plan for like when you're going to do your computer program. Is it like 5 minutes a night and you're going to do it 5 nights a week? Mm-hmm. Is it like you you know a longer session but you're going to do two times a week? Like figure out how you want to get it done and like what specifically you want to do so that you can have success moments of when you reach that goal instead mm-hmm. of just having the failure moment of when you fail to do the thing yeah. that you said you were going to do. Yeah. That wasn't really possible in the first place.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Setting yourself up for success.
0: That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, Because the point is like, we want this year to be super awesome for all of you because you're already awesome. Mm-hmm. Like that's the thing. Like yeah. this isn't the opportunity for you to go from a garbage person to an awesome person. <laughs> and if you fail to do that, this was your shot. Like, you're already awesome, and so if you're making a resolution, it's just about how to get a little bit more awesome. Mm-hmm. It's not about changing your whole life, because your, your life as it is now is already awesome. <laughs> this week, we have another listener question uh, from, obviously, a listener. <laughs> <laughs> this is from a listener named Lauren, and Lauren writes... I love your podcast and listen to it every week. Good job, Lauren. Uh, this week's BMI and Numbers podcast made me think about my heart rate and how I can challenge myself through the numbers. Like you guys, I would run that bit faster and push myself to get my heart rate up. I like a fun challenge. Uh, I researched different heart rate monitors, Fitbit, Fitbits, etc., and there are so many. Some reviews say they're only 80% accurate and for a lot of money. Um, if you could recommend what your favorite is and what is the most accurate, that would be so helpful. It's hard to believe what you read online. Thanks, Lauren. Lauren, I'm in the same place awesome. right now. Yeah, that's uh, a great question. It is a great question. I should say, first of all, that Daphne is not Consumer Reports, so she has <laughs> not done like extensive scientific testing of heart rate monitors. That being said, I know you use one, so I, I, I figured we could at least
1: talk about what you use and what you recommend. Yeah, I've been using heart rate monitors since I was 22. So every workout I do, I have a heart rate monitor on. And I've been doing heart rate training. Um, Heart rate training just means whenever I work out, I'm just kind of cognizant of my heart rate and then sometimes I can push it a little bit more, even if I'm just strength training. Um, I even wear my heart rate monitor when I'm doing a, a workout at home on my own so I'm able to see how high my heart rate or how high I can get it or how high it gets. Um, when I'm doing Tabatas on my own. So I actually do have some recommendations as to my favorite brands of heart rate monitors that I i actually didn't know that there were some out there that were only 80% accurate. Um, the ones that I use are pretty much 100% accurate because you actually have a strap around your chest. So, so I think
0: that's a big difference is that a lot of the, the wrist ones, yeah, a lot mm. of them are just on your wrist, yeah, um, and you use the one, one. it has a wrist thing too, right? It does,
1: yeah, yeah, so, so it's I'll a wrist explain thing how, a, yeah.
0: mm-hmm, I'll explain how they work. No, let so. me talk over you with my <laughs> less
1: than expert advice based on what I've seen in your bathroom, no, go ahead. <laughs> because that's where I hang all my heart rate monitor straps, that's so funny. Um, yeah, I hang all my heart rate monitor straps on the back of my bathroom door with Very my important towels to their efficacy because um yeah, because I, I they get really sweaty, and so I like rinse them off in the shower and, and then hang them up to dry, and so that's how I keep them clean ish <laughs> that is so funny, and you've been you've probably seen that for the past like five years mm-hmm. that I do that, <laughs> there's so many out there. <laughs> That's hysterical. So, heart rate monitors and why everyone should have one, and why a, a great um, a, a great New Year's uh get, treat for yourself if you would like one. So, heart rate monitors right now they come in many different uh, many different brands are creating them. Yes, you are going to see a lot that are wrist based, so like the Apple Watch and the Fitbit. It's just a thing on your your um, wrist. And I think that's why the accuracy is a little bit lower because maybe sometimes it's not pressed close enough, or maybe sometimes it can't get a solid read. So here are the two brands that I use. I use Polar, P-O-L-A-R, and I use Garmin. And I started with Polar, now I use Garmin for no other reason than I wanted to also just test out a Garmin. Um oh wait no there was there was more of a reason the Garmin the Garmin watch had GPS on it mm. and that's that's why I decided to transition or upgrade to a Garmin um even though Polar's you can upgrade in the sense that you can get like fancier heart rate monitors but I'm not sure if Polar watches have GPS on them but we're not talking about, about GPS right now we are talking about heart rate, heart rate. monitors okay so when you buy a heart rate monitor from Polar or from Garmin, there are going to be two pieces. One is a watch that you can wear, really, at all times. Um, it might not be an activity tracker, though. It right. could be, because depending on the model you buy. It can count your steps, but it's not going to count your heart rate unless, it, which it will, you have the strap on. The strap goes on right underneath your chest. It goes kind of like right on top of your rib ribcage. Um, if you're a girl, it goes where your bra line would be. So kind of underneath your chest for a guy it just goes right, right across your chest. It's really comfortable. You don't even notice it's there. Um, you truly don't notice it's there. So what happens is you are getting ready for your workout. You're getting dressed. You strap the heart rate monitor. You, you strap the strap around your chest and you forget it's there. And then you get dressed and then you put on your watch and and then you go and you can walk over to the gym, and then you start your workout, and you actually hit start on your watch. And that is when it starts to track your heart rate. And then so on your watch, it's going to display a lot of different things depending on how fancy your model is, but no matter what model you get, it is going to display your heart rate in beats per minute. Beats per minute or percentage, but you can can change the display. You can change the display um, in most models. So, and of course, it'll also track your time and it'll track pretty much your time, (laughs) your time and your heart rate. And this is really beneficial for so many reasons. Um, I remember for me when I first started using a heart rate monitor and my very first heart rate monitor, um, I was 23 and I got it as a present right when I became a personal trainer. And it was like a little red polar. Uh, The watch had like nothing on it besides the time. And then whenever I wore it and I wore it like all day long because I just use it to tell time. Mm -hmm. Um, but then I would start the workout with it and all it had on it was you'd hit start and then you could scroll through like how long you've been working out and then what your heart rate was at currently. And then there'd be like a little, a little dot that would show up after you did 10 minutes of activity. So like however many dots you got, it was like, Oh if you have four dots, you did about 40 minutes, so totally useless. <laughs> so that, that's what I remember of my very first one. Um, I have a Garmin now, and I have the option of when I'm running outdoors to, to start it, and then it can start to measure the location, or I can just I can bypass that, and it can just measure my heart rate. So this is really beneficial. The reason why, when you run, it gives you, it gives you data. So say your average running pace, you notice you're at about 125 beats per minute and that feels maybe hard for you. And then you start to notice the more you run, the more you work out, oh my goodness, you're running and you're at 125 or your watch is saying 125 beats per minute, but it feels different. That means you are becoming fitter. So guess what? You take it up, you start to run at 135 and all of a sudden you're like out of breath doing that and it's it's feeling good, it's feeling challenging. It just gives you a chance to kind of to see where your fitness levels are at. And when it comes to interval training, it's just so useful. So when you're running, you can push your heart rate up as high as you can. You can just get it up to as high as you can and then see what is as high as you can Is it saying 140 on your watch? Is it saying 130? Is it saying 160? Okay, so you know your max. So the next time you do an interval workout, try to get it a little higher. So really, that's why we use heart rate monitors because they do give you a chance to know where your heart rate is at, but ultimately it does take you to that next level of training.
0: So it seems like one of the reasons it's hard to decide is there are sort of a bunch of different things you might want that now often come like two to a package, but often aren't the number one version of all three things at once. Mm -hmm. So the things being, or some of the things being um, heart rate monitor, Mm -hmm. another thing being GPS. So if you're a runner, that's good for like tracking your distance and stuff. Um, Another one being um, like a step counter or fitness tracker, activity tracker. activity tracker. Um, And another one being smartwatch, so like getting um, uh, notifications and stuff. So if the number one thing you want is heart rate monitoring, I would maybe look for, like Daphne said, something that is primarily a heart rate monitor that definitely comes with a strap. Because Mm -hmm. if that's the main reason you're getting it, you want it to be as accurate as possible. Whereas if you're more interested in like general activity tracking and like maybe having a basic idea of your heart rate and you don't want to keep track of a, a second to piece second piece, mm-hmm. then something like a Fitbit charge or that is just the wrist might be better for you because it has more of the things it's maybe not as accurate in terms of heart rate but It has other stuff you want. Mm -hmm. Um, If you never run, you probably don't need GPS. Mm -hmm. Um, But if Mm -hmm. you are a runner and you're doing a lot of running training, maybe that's really valuable to you. Um, So uh, think about what is the most important thing and then use that as your guide for what device you get. Um, Because, uh, you know, like Daphne said, basically, like if, if you want really accurate heart rate, you need that second piece. Yeah. But if you want just kind of accurate heart rate, then you don't necessarily need it. <laughs> so is that, did I? That's perfect. Does it sound great? Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Great. Well, Lauren, let us know what you get. I'm interested to find out. I'm, I'm thinking about getting something for myself, so we'll have to compare notes. Ooh, treat yourself. Treat myself. All <laughs> right. Thanks, Daphne. Thanks for listening to Just One More with Joanna and Daphne. Our show is hosted by Daphne Yang and me, Joanna shaw We're produced and edited by me. Our theme music is by Hannah vs. The Many, who you can hear at hannahvsthemany.com. We'll be back next week. You can make sure you don't miss an episode by subscribing to Just One More on iTunes, Google Play Music, or whatever you use to listen to podcasts. For show notes and help subscribing, you can go to our website, justonemorepodcast.com. Let us know what you think. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at just one more pod on Facebook at facebook.com just one more podcast, or you can email us at info at just one more podcast.com. Thanks again. And we'll see you next week.